0: When I was 10 years old, my parents signed me up for a 22K cross-country skiing race, essentially a 13-mile hike through the snowy Colorado winter with skis instead of hiking boots. No small feat for a 10-year-old. I believe my parents even lied about my brother's age, my and my brother's age, saying we were 12 or 14 so that we could even enter the race in the first place. To help us finish, my dad went along with Rabbit and my mom with me, around 9 kilometers in, I started dragging my feet and slogging along. The race felt too hard. Another 13 kilometers sounded inconceivably difficult, and I was sick of shuffling through the woods. So I began to complain. My mom gave me the advice, how you walk is how you feel. In that moment, those words were meaningless to me. I continued to express my discomfort by slouching and slogging along. Instead of trying to explain what she meant, my mom insisted that I ski ski. With upright shoulders. She convinced me to pretend I was enjoying it, making me put on a fake smile and use an exaggerated skiing technique. After a few minutes, I forgot about my bad mood, started smiling on my own, and finished the race without too much more misery. Instead of remembering this moment as a miserable slog through the woods, I remember enjoying a long day with my mom. I remember the quiet snowy forests and the loud crowds cheering me on at the finish line. I remember feeling happy. So what happened in that moment where my mood flipped from negative to positive? I saw firsthand the power of the phrase, how you walk is how you feel. How you walk is how you feel. Why was that advice such good advice, and how do you use it? I want to point out that that moment, struggling in the Colorado woods, was not difficult because it was a physical challenge. I finished the remaining 13 kilometers with relative ease after the mood shift. Instead, my mood, my emotions made that moment a challenge. And throughout life, that will continue to happen. Our feelings, anxiety, and subconscious reactions change situations all the time, for the better or for the worse. And unfortunately, you do not have control over how you feel. You cannot control your emotions and reactions. While that seems scary, that lack of control is the nature of life. If you already knew how you would feel before any experience, you would not need to experience it. The lack of control over your emotions makes life interesting. Now that said, I would rather live a life full of good emotions, happiness, joy, gratitude, excitement, pride, amusement, awe, I would rather live a life with less bad emotions, like sadness, anger, fear, boredom, and melancholy. So how can I choose a life full of more good emotions? How do I make that choice when I can't control how I feel? But let me ask ask you all a question. What does a person who feels happy, excited, amused, or content look like? Specifically, what do they look like while they're walking? They're not slouched. They stand They're not slouch. They stand upright. They, really. they kind of look like they have. They're having a fun time. They, just, yeah. they. look like they're having a fun time, Max. They're, they feel. They look confident. Like their shoulders are upright. And... They look confident. You can see it in their shoulders, They're smiling. They're smiling. Fix me. They're like looking around and like staring down at the ground. Yeah, they're looking around, looking up. They're excited. Now what about someone who feels sad, bored, frustrated, or uncomfortable? What do they look like? Yeah. Uh, they can be like shuffling their shuffling their feet. Yeah, shuffling their feet, kind of shifting around, Force. Shoulders slouched and back. Yeah, kind of opposite shoulders slouched, small, quiet. Keeping to themselves, like just kind of a- they a- keep to themselves, they're not really talking and engaging. Teddy. Um in an uncomfortable position and looking down. Yeah, they go look down and feel uncomfortable. Now the thing is, you have control over almost that entire list that we just thought of. Right now, each one of you can make your body switch between expressing positive or negative emotion, and you can do it with ease. So what happens if we force ourselves into the motions and positions of happiness? Let's do a little thought experiment together. Imagine soap has just ended. It's time to walk up the hill. As you step off the bathhouse porch onto the rocky trail, Sigh unhappily and look down at your feet. As you approach the tunnel, drag your feet in the dirt, and as you climb the steps by Eastbourne, pause to give the people around you a grumpy frown. Tell someone how tired you are after the activity period, whine to another person about how you wish camp wasn't on such a big hill. When you pass the tennis courts, think about how long it's been since you had a sip of water and groan. By the time you reach Rum Hall, you will actually feel miserable and you will likely be walking alone. Now let's start over. You are once again at the bathhouse, ready to walk up. As you leave the bathhouse porch, take big steps or hops from the top of each rock. As you approach the tunnel, lift your shoulders and walk confidently through it. When you get to Eastbourne, smile. Ask the person next to you about their favorite part of the activity period. Think about the crazy wall ball shot you are about to hit. Start a conversation with a good friend. You will hardly notice as you pass the tennis courts And before you have time to feel tired, you'll be eating fruit on Memphal Porch. You will actually feel happy. How you walk up from soap is how you feel when you get to Memphal. How you walk is how you feel. This is not a new, brilliant idea. Here at Pasquani, we know this, whether or not we say it out loud. Think about kitchen duty, supper crew, cold showers, long walk. At face value, each of these tasks should suck. They should be miserable. And yet we approach them with excitement until we enjoy it. So many objectively unpleasant or difficult things are delightful at camp because we know how to walk like we are having fun until eventually we do. And to translate into the camp language, I would say, so an act. So the act of making your body look happy. You will reap the habit of acting happy. Sowing that habit will reap a happy character, and sowing a happy character will reap a good destiny. This starts in the small moments. Sow the small acts of moving your body through happiness in all those tough camp moments, <clears throat> all those times we do something difficult. You will reap a good life. Now, what about beyond camp? In most of our lives, the majority of our struggles will not be physical challenges or manual tasks. We will all face emotionally difficult times. Homesickness, when a loved one passes away, depression, stress from school or work, and so on. Even in these moments, you can put your body through the motions of happiness. By doing this, by putting your body through the motions of contentment and joy, at least a small portion of you will actually feel happy. In college, whenever I have a hard time, I go for a short walk. I take the happiest walk I can force myself to do. And sure enough, I feel happier and less stressed every time. I walk like I'm happy and relaxed until I feel happy and relaxed. I walk how I want to feel until I feel that way. Because how I walk is how I feel. I want to leave you with one last idea. At camp, we talk a lot about tough mindedness especially at a boys camp, it is easy to picture tough-mindedness as a stoic response to pain and discomfort. It is easy to picture the stiff back, gritted teeth, and refusal to complain during a tough hike or while standing in a cold shower. We idolize the silent sufferer who casually ignores their own pain and simply does what needs to be done. And that type of toughness is a great skill to have. There is nothing wrong with it. It will never work forever. There is always a limit to your pain tolerance and always a new type of discomfort that gritted teeth just can't help. Stoic toughness will never work forever. If you walk like you are hiding a struggle, you will feel like you are struggling. If you walk like there's a pain you cannot show, you will feel pain. Because how you walk is how you feel. Instead, walk like facing the struggle is the highlight of your day. Walk into the shower like you've missed cold water for the 10 months outside of camp. Walk up the mountain like there is nowhere you would rather be. Then you will feel joy whenever you face a struggle. You will find yourself missing cold showers outside of camp. You will find yourself loving the grind up through the mountains. Choose how you walk, because that is how you will feel. Thank you.